Welcome to the Shooting the Cue podcast, presented by Heat Riles Barbecue, with tips, tricks, and an inside look with some of the top pitmasters in the game. Now here's your host, Heath Riles. All right, everybody, welcome back to Shooting the Cue. Today, I'm joined by my good friend, Mike Starr from Blazing Star Barbecue. Mike, how are you this morning? Well, you know, I ain't going to lie. I'm ready for Labor Day. Uh, you know, we got a long weekend coming up and all that. And so, uh, really looking forward to getting out there. I'm going dove hunting this weekend. So, uh, well, if we can get lucky and harvest some, I'm sure there's going to be some bacon and some marinade around, and we're going to have to bacon wrap them and throw them on the grill for sure. So for everybody that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into barbecue, Mike.
you've uh, you've got some interesting products for sure. Uh, so tell us a little bit about some of your products. I'm going to be honest; I've never tried them. I'm going to have to order some. Um, I'm terrible at at getting other people's products. I stay so busy. Well, no, I, I use other people's products at home um, and, and test out stuff and compare stuff to what I have. You know, I like to know what other flavors are in the market, you know, and all that. I'd love to, I need to get, I need to order some of your stuff and try it uh, because I don't have a lot of hot stuff. And so you've got a lot of like spicy options. Is that correct? Yeah. So on your Asian sauce, does this have seeds in it? Damn it. I can't have sesame seeds is the reason I say that. Yeah. Yeah. Unstrain it out. It'll be no problem. No, they say sesame seeds really don't have a taste. It's more of a texture thing. Uh, Yeah, more of an earthy, nutty taste that it would bring in, but yeah, it's uh, your Reaper rub sounds really fantastic, and so does the Scorpion. I'm definitely going to try those, especially on dry rubs. I I don't have a really spicy, spicy rub. My hot rub is really not spicy. Um, I do have a, a rub that we're going to release coming up, maybe near the first of the year. It's a it's more of a spicy version of the garlic jalapeno, but um. We've had it for about a year now, and I like playing for st with stuff about a year and finding out all its purposes and means before I release it. So I've been saying I was going to release glazes for five years, and they're just now coming soon. So, 
it's one of those types of deals. So going back about your military service, what, if you don't mind me asking, what exactly did you do in your military service? And second off, thank you for your service. Wow, sounds like you had an interesting career in the military. Uh, that's definitely some talks we're going to have a cocktail over. Uh, well, I've had a, a lot of friends in the in the, that kind of industry. I'm going to say, like you, that's done special things. And I had one friend; he called his parents and when 9-11 actually happened and told him he didn't know when he'd ever see him again, that he was leaving the country and that's all he could tell them. And like 11 months later, the phone ring and he talked to his parents again and he, they done, he was an operator. I mean, so you can imagine he, uh, kind of one of those types.
Yeah, definitely some crazy times. And talking about crazy times, what about this Key West trip we just got back from, man? It was definitely for the first year event that come together within a matter of months. I mean, there wasn't very many hiccups and it went off with an absolute bang. I think everybody could live with, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I can't even name a hiccup. That's how thinking about the trip, how good it was. I mean, I know there was a couple, you know, logistical hiccups with people, but I mean, it was nothing that didn't get fixed really fast. Okay. Yeah. There's beer over here. There's a bar. There's pools. There's boat. What? Okay. <laughs> I'll make it. I'm a survivor. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, talking about that, I'm wanting to go back and go fishing before we do the tournament again. I want to get a little more uh, experience under my belt, I guess I should say, in some of those waters. I've I've deep sea fished for a lot of reds and snapper and things like that, but uh, never like down in the Keys fishing for barracudas and tarpon and all that. That was something totally different, which is very cool. Um,
Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's uh, sometimes that's what you got to do. <laughs> right. That's that's what I've heard. Right. Right, right. Right. Heck yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's definitely one of those, I've heard stories like what you talk about, and it just seems a little more, I don't know, kind of prestigious too. I mean, obviously the whole, aspect it's it's a little more difficult to get into with the lottery set up and everything else uh, just i think it's different to everybody i think when you talk to players it's, they treat it differently oh yeah for sure it's crazy how many teams are out there Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. It's definitely easier to get in and out of there, you know, being in the middle of that racetrack there, you know, just a, a big wide open area, you know, it's a cool event. I've been the, the three times actually. I, I actually, yep, I've been there. You know, uh, COVID. You know, the COVID one where we were actually in masks and everything, and they had people walking around. You know, trying to police that. Uh, and then I, I was there. Yeah. Uh, and then of course the next year when we went to uh, Tiger Stadium out there, and then then coming back to the river, you kind of got a sense. Uh, when, when we came back to the river last year that obviously they were fighting for even to make it happen, right? Uh, there was a, a bunch of battling back between the Memphis and May and then the town, you know, city of Memphis. <clears throat> you, see, you saw something going on and then, then all the, the different precautions that they were putting in, you know, uh, the money, because uh, I think they had y'all sign like some different insurance stuff that it was more or whatever i'm not sure but i knew there was something else in place and then you get there and you see how the park how it's what they fenced off and of course the everybody knows when it rains down there it's going to get muddy no matter what you happen right and 
they had their own contractors helping people get in and out, you know, which they were really doing more of the damage than anybody, you know, out there. And then uh, I hear the reports, you know, coming in, you know, from you and others that actually, you know, had their own spot that, you know, the dollar amount, you know, it went from going from, you know, typically on average about $60,000 damage to $1.4 million in damage. Uh, it, it don't add up. They know what they were doing. They planned this. And I feel like, unfortunately, we probably have been on the river for the last time uh, is, is what it feels like. I don't know what that looks like moving forward. I can understand as a competitor of wanting it to always be on the river. There's just something about it. But unfortunately, I don't think it's ever going to be on the river again. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. No, and, and honestly, I think, you know, uh, whether we do it at Tiger Stadium or what, the Tiger Stadium, I think for a fan, I think it was easier for the people to come see Tiger Stadium, you know, that area. You know, it was hard, you know, being on that asphalt and everything else, but that's going to change every year, right? One year it's going to be super hot, right? Uh, the next year it's going to rain like crazy, you know? That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to change, you know, no matter what. I think personally, you know, as far as getting in and out, like you talked about at Tiger Stadium, it was easy, you know. Uh, it's so much easier to manage our site. We didn't have to constantly clean up stuff like we would if we were on the river, you know, because we're dealing with mud or, or, or whatever, right? We weren't worried about that out there at Tiger Stadium. And I don't think if it would have, I mean, we had, we had that big storm, you know, uh, which it kind of worked out in a sense, right? There was a place for us to kind of shelter, so to speak, you know, even though it was fun having to head up to the stadium and, and shelter like that. But at least there was a plan in place for it, you know, whereas if we was on the river and a storm like that rolled, we'd be, you know, you know, fighting up the hill in mud, you know, trying to get out of there. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. No. Right.
for sure. Thank you for tuning in to the Shooting the Cue podcast. If you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or through our website. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Leave us a review if you enjoyed the show. Until next time, keep shooting the cue.